You've tuned into a show called Mr and Mrs Binge Watch and you were expecting a spoiler free episode so there are many mini spoilers on this episode kripya dhyan dijiye And we are back with a brand new episode of Mr and Mrs Binge Watch Uh in other news Homeland is back now I don't know how many of you guys are really hooked on to Homeland in any way whatsoever it's not really a cool thing to do anymore because there is so much content to watch What do you mean it's not a cool thing to do anymore of course it's a very cool thing to do Yeah I mean kids in their 20s are like ye Homeland kya hai ye kaun sa naya show ke bare mein no, baat kar rahe hain No come on Come on Homeland is like a decade old now like in a decade things change like I mean I think Homeland is only being watched by people now Like you and me, <laughs> who are like old uh, homeland uh, enthusiasts, or the purists, like the TV purists. No, there's no such thing. <laughs> There is definitely. I mean, the quality of TV has gotten mean? better, if anything else. uh if anything at all um, no i mean like it you have to be a real homeland enthusiast to be still watching it so many years later because i know for a fact that after the first 3 4 seasons look it's in season 8 now mm. and it's not like one of those shows which have continued even walking dead for example which you and i watch and which is in its 10th season now Does not enjoy the same kind of viewership that it enjoyed say say four no, years no, ago. No, no, I get it. Of course, there's ago. so much more so variety. So every every year, also you don't know how much of the same can you keep watching over and over. It works with sitcoms. It works with the uh, humor, but it doesn't always work with. Uh, it even works with drama if it's like an ongoing drama. But uh, here, in a format where you know the the plot keeps on shifting every year, you know one year it works and one year it doesn't, and and that's been true about Homeland as well. Mm. But I think what what has been good about Homeland is that with you and me sticking to it for the last couple of years, we've also benefited from it, right? Because the last season of Homeland was really really good, and yeah. I remember. watching season 7 of homeland and telling guys that listen the new season of homeland is really good and they like acha to abhi bhi dekhte hain and it's like no it's really good i remember two people who stopped watching homeland going back to watching homeland after i told them that they totally should because season 7 was so good listen i also feel like homeland for if you're a news junkie right and you like following what's happening in the world homeland is a good show that sort of puts in perspective international relationships but i think now that no, has no, become a regular feature in every show when when but, homeland okay. came out yeah it was I a new thing to do did that i'm saying now with the kind of content i mean we spoke about messiah a couple of years weeks ago and we spoke about how it gets the entire you know sort of contemporary global yeah. politics subtle plug messiah is literally two episodes before this so like if you don't know what we're talking about go listen to our messiah podcast and then you'll understand and yeah so i agree with you homeland is a show that sort of reflects geopolitical issues really well in in its uh, seasons it's also reflected on how the threat keeps changing every every year no and they don't dumb it down you know you we are right we are there are so many shows right now that almost feel like almost homeland inspired which are dealing with what's happening in the world whether it's the syrian conflict whether it's american freaking politics which i'm which i'm honestly a little tired of because american politics is a theme that has been like ragro five now ki matlab bas ye ho gaya yaar like move the attention to other parts of the world or whether it is you know the whole spy game but i feel like they don't ever like as a as a person who's like grown to absolutely love the show and i can't believe i'm actually sad about the fact that it's in its finale season mm. i actually feel like i love the fact that they never dumb it down for us mm. we watch so many of these shows no, but why would they i no, mean uh, you know because shows tend to like i mean even no, the i mean if they dumb it down then they lose out the core or even the core audience that they have i mean you can't build a platform over so many years and then stop yeah. being 
around you know sort of um, uh, islamic terrorists and jihadists and uh, i mean and brody's entire character was sort of based on that sort of a thinking right i mean the fact that yeah, yeah, yeah. so essentially i mean the cia on that episode on on those three seasons basically were fighting off you know a lot of the problems were based in the middle east and stuff like that then in season 4 they shifted their attention to europe and yeah. that was done uh, with just right after the charlie hebdo attack in in france so again i mean they have constantly been able to reflect real world threats or rather well that would be farfetch threats to america because it's a wholly american show and they only see it from an american perspective so i mean it's not like actually homeland is not a show which gives you a 360 degree view of any problem ever oh no no i'm not suggesting that you know homeland is based on facts i'm just saying they take what's happening in the real world and they give it a great fiction yeah, setting yeah yeah it's it's always they make events thrilling and also they did it very smartly they basically introduced the idea that russians had infiltrated the highest echelons of the american sort of justice system and political hierarchy mm. which was what the last season was about uh and What's nice about what they've done this season is that they are continuing uh, on the same strand that they pulled at last year. Before season six came out, it seemed like Homeland's future was uncertain, you know, right? Because because ratings were falling and people thought that maybe it was just a good idea being stretched too thin. And then when season six came out and got decent reviews, is when. they commissioned both 7 and 8 at the same yeah, time yeah because the writers basically came up with the idea that they'll give her a send off uh, you know at the end of season 8 but they wrote essentially a two season arc at the same time which is really interesting because i feel like for the first time there's a need to have watched season 7 yeah to fully follow season 8 So because a lot of the characters and, are sort of overlapping and, and so returning. here's what happened right anirudh and i of course followed season 7 absolutely loved season 7 and then when we were like okay now we've got to watch the new season like season 8's pilot uh, we're like okay let's watch a season 7 recap this is what we do by the way for all the shows any show that has a lot of characters and subplots you need to go back and watch a recap or hasn't come out in a while or hasn't come out in a while you need to go and watch a recap right just so that you okay, understand the context okay i'm sorry i need context. to interrupt here the only time we went to do a recap and watch the entire f- season was when dark 
season two came out <laughs> because we decided to do a recap of and dark recap season one. And recap only was so complicated. कुछ समझ में नहीं आया. ये कौन है? ये कहाँ से आया? ये कब था? And dark wasn't even a show that took too long to return. I think we saw it a year before the season two came you know, out. You know, to be fair, dark season two was so much more enjoyable because I just felt like. Oh, now... But do you remember? Can you narrate the story of dark <laughs> no. season two, which we I watched only I six months ago, by the way? I don't think the makers of dark can also watch it without their deck and bible and presentation. Like in if hand, dark okay? season three were to come out tomorrow. I'll have to go back and watch Dark Season Two again, which I saw recently. Yeah. Anyway, so coming back to Homeland, so Anirudh and I are like, yeah, okay, we got to watch a Season Seven recap, of course, because like lots of new Russian characters, lots of subplots happening about trying to take the president down, and in hell, there's no single recap anywhere. I mean, if you find a good Season Seven recap, please send On me. On YouTube. Yeah, please send us the link because we didn't find. Any good recap? Eventually, you know what we had to do. We had to go to the Wikipedia page and read synopses of all the damn episodes. Yeah, it's just look. It's like it's not like you need to know. There are always flashes uh, of the earlier season. You remember certain, like for example, we knew where Carrie was at the beginning of the season. Mm. But you know, there are always little characters. Who slip your memory? It's like and then they are what imp- happened? What is the co- because they're repeating many characters and, and also the, uh, yeah. And what if a character references another character, but you don't know who that character is? You don't yeah. always get the reference, right? But essentially, so so this was just to you know sort of uh, put in perspective the fact that Janice and I have been Homeland fans over seven seasons are and and irrespective of how season eight goes, you know it might like end up being terrible midway or it might get. Terrible reviews, but given that we've stayed the course for so long, we are definitely going to watch all twelve episodes. Only the premiere has aired at the time of the recording of this episode. Yeah, and we happen to see the premiere, uh, season eight premiere, and uh, happy to report that uh, Homeland remains as effective as it it's ever been. And 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 Homeland has this great great uh, talent, right? Every season so far. Has managed to have a great premiere episode. They just they write opening like episode is always, every opening yeah. episode feels like the pilot of a great new show. It immediately makes you want to watch the rest of it. And of course, in every opening episode of every season of Homeland, there will be three four things that the audience will be made to understand that Carrie's bipolar issues are somewhere at the like somewhere at the in the middle, at the beginning or at the end of the major controversy yeah, that you're going yeah. to see unfold during the season. Saul is of course in some. Some capacity or the other, still managing to keep you know himself in the highest possible posts of you know national security and also protecting Carrie at the same time. And of course, the great political setup is always in the first episode. You will always see where we're going to go with this season. So in this season, already we know that you know they're in the middle of. Conversations with Afghanistan, with with Taliban actually, and the Americans are negotiating an exit out of Afghanistan in lieu of releasing about thousand Talibani prisoners. Right. And of course, the talks go awry, and the vice president of Afghanistan decides to put a what do you call it? A, spanner in the works. Spanner in the works. And of course, who does all turn to to save and salvage this situation? Gary Matheson. Yeah, but before before that, uh, there's another really interesting thing happening this season, which really is what makes Homeland, in my view, such a great show. That Homeland, when it started, was essentially about this Sergeant Brody, uh, played by Damien Lewis, coming back after having been held prisoner of war for several years, and about the fact that there was a CIA agent called Gary Matheson, played by Claire Danes, who felt like he had been turned, turned by the enemy, and the entire first season played on that 
that suspense or rather that reveal of whether Brody had turned or not and if he had what really happened to him and it was a show where while everybody else thought of him as a hero Carrie Matheson and hence the audience via Carrie Matheson saw him as being somebody who would not be trustworthy yeah also at the same time we were introduced to Carrie Matheson's bipolar and other mental illnesses so you also questioned her thinking on certain matters now why it's great is that in season 8 they have brought that entire track a full circle so what happened before season 8 was that at the end of season 7 Carrie Matheson was captured and put in a Russian prison for 7 months mm. she was then released and has now come back to take her post in the CIA but because of her mental mental health issues and the fact that she didn't have access to medication during those 7 months in prison 180 days of what happened in prison is a complete blank to her that means they are also a blank to the audience yeah. and now what they are doing is that it's almost like Carrie Matheson is investigating Carrie Matheson yeah. <laughs> because Carrie Matheson now feels like she doesn't know if she's herself trustworthy or not. Has she, for example, during those six months of being a complete blank, given away state secrets to Russians that she doesn't remember? Yeah. Or has she, for example, you know, let on more than she can imagine? Or she uh, sympathized with the Russian cause, for example? I feel like it's it's interesting because what the writers have done is that they've made Carrie, both Carrie and Brody at the same time. And I feel that it's so great that you are being able to deal with the same themes that you dealt with in season one, whether it was trusting the narrator, yeah. whether it was, uh, you know, proving your uh, patriotism. I'm saying all those themes yeah. that made season one so great have returned in season eight. And it would be interesting to see what they do with that from here on. Yeah, it's almost like posing that question in the very first episode, right? That, you know, she's been the most loyal soldier at the cost of her family, at the cost of her health, at the cost of many, many love, uh, like, you know, Brody and other relationships that have gone, uh, you know, all right. Carrie is the one soldier that who has always sort of fought for her country and ensured that eventually she saves the world and saves America, of course. So can Carrie be turned? It's a great question right at the beginning. It's great. It's amazing. Though, I, I mean, you know, for me, I mean, uh, no, although it's this. not about whether she can be turned. It's about whether in her... In a state of, you know, hallucinations and, you know, her, like, you know, sort of in that meltdown, whether she actually did what Carrie Matheson would never do. Yeah, in, in her... If in she her lucid was 100%, self, yeah. 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 So, I think, I mean, also the fact that, uh, I mean, I feel like there's some interesting characters now to look forward to. The character, for example, of uh, Yevgeny Gromov, uh, played by actor Kosta Ronin, who, of course, we've seen as another Russian actor in another show called The Americans, which we also absolutely love. Have you guys watched The Americans, by the way? If you haven't, you must, must, must. Then, of course, there is our very own Nimrat Kaur and uh, happy to report that she gets two full scenes in the pilot itself, which means that she's probably going to play a, she's a very important She's character. a very important character this season because, of course, she's the Pakistani ambassador. No, also, uh, she's important mainly because what they have done, again, another great thing they've done is that, see, this is the final season, right? They are not leaving any... It would have been very easy for them to not bring back Hakani. 
I mean for people who haven't watched Homeland or don't remember Hakani was the antagonist of season 4 yeah. which is also where Nimrat Kaur was introduced and there was this brilliant episode on the show where essentially the American embassy in Pakistan is taken over by Hakani and I remember the dread we felt watching that it it was almost like a hostage kind of a, a scenario and what happened was that even though they managed to defeat Nimrat Kaur who plays an ISI agent and the Pakistanis and get some sort of you know victory out of it Hakani you know sort of slipped through their hands yeah so over a course of seven season he is the only baddie who they haven't been able to really capture mm. so to be able to now blend plot lines so who are your two big villains that you have in there's Hakani from season 4 and there is Yevgeny who is the co-star on character from the last season who yeah. has persisted uh, they are your two main bad guys and of course nimrat kaur is some sort of a channel into the whole hakani track i love that you know this is a season which even though it's a brand new season brings back elements of older seasons and sort of puts together everything that made homeland so good now what remains to be seen is if they can do a fine balancing act and make sure that everything sort of falls into place and i mean that's been the usp of homeland right about how they always everything it's it's almost like watching a jigsaw puzzle fall in place because it's like what you said earlier that homeland is not the kind of a show which lets on easily what it's doing yeah. you know it just gives you certain clues along the way and it keeps building 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 and it has this you know every homeland season has had a specific kind of an arc where around the 6th or 7th episode where you just feel like the plot is becoming interesting they'll just pull the rug from under your feet and take the show in a completely different direction it's almost predictable because you know homeland is going yeah. to do it every season and yet i yeah, think every it, season they've managed to do something which is you've not thought of it it's yeah. just as simple as that the writers have thought of something that the audience haven't thought of you know what i am most curious about and i think that you and i must do a a round up of the season once it's done on the podcast uh, but i'm saying what i'm really curious to see is that in previous seasons every penultimate episode which means the episode before the finale has been the climax of the show yeah whereas every final episode does two things one it demystifies the events of the earlier 11 episodes and it really sets up the next season it has done it season after season after season it leaves its characters in places where you wonder what's going to happen next given that this is the final season it'll be really really fascinating to see how they map out the entire climax writing of the show yeah. whether they resolve a lot of the issues in episode 11 and then you know sort of keep some interesting elements to close up in episode uh, 12 or do they really give it like complete sort of finale package Lots of questions to be answered on this season of Homeland. I mean, has Carrie Matheson really revealed state secrets? Has Carrie Matheson been turned? I for one would actually like to see her turn. Like for once just go against the trend. I don't think she thread. can ever turn. Yeah, but you know But I'm, if if Carrie's made a mistake and also I mean it's really about her battle with her own self, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how they give, you know, Carrie that final goodbye. I mean, I just hope they don't kill her. Am I saying it too early? Like I feel like that might just be too much. Like don't give her a martyr death or well, something. Well, we'll find out. Uh ऑफ इट 
can't do that with Homeland. I've never been able to do it over seven seasons because yeah. it's just one of those. I think the best we've been sh- able to do is like wait for three, four episodes to get done. Yeah, and we then may watch. miss it or something. Uh, also, it's not the kind of show which is big on spoilers, but that's not the reason. It's just. Every episode of the show is so fulfilling that you can watch it and then still discuss it all week. And when the next one comes, there's still so much to look forward to. Uh, seven is seasons. Also, by the way, special for the two of us because I think it's among the first few shows we started watching together as a couple. I, I had mean, no, I had already watched. You had watched two one, seasons or one season when you yeah, when you and I said, yeah. yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I it's one of that. those shows that we literally sort of, you know, like binge watch together and have been like loyal followers of. I mean, we we've been together for eight years, and the show has been on for yeah, like eight you're seasons. right. And I keep saying this, and I just didn't want to say it today because I've mentioned it so many times in the recent past. Is that this entire year? Or you know, with the decade turning, feels like the end of an era. I remember saying it when Orange is the New Black ended, yeah. which also had seven seasons. Like literally for this entire time that you and I have been together as a couple, which is eight years, by the way, guys. We just celebrated our anniversary last week. Eight years, there has been so much great content which has ended or is now ending. <laughs> Makes us feel old, actually. Uh, oh my god! No, I genuinely feel like we are. It's almost like the end of an era. Mm. You know, it's this, and now the only show that is left that we've been watching is Walking Dead. Or uska to pata nahi yeah, kya And yeah, and I mean, I have to be honest. I have lost quite a bit of interest in the. You didn't Walking finish Dead. watching the last season. Yes, yes, yes. I know. Before, before we go, when we actually decide to talk about, it, I'll catch up. Don't. But worry. Homeland is. I still feel like. If I have to talk about, I mean, yeah, Walking Dead has that guilty pleasure kind of an appeal to it. I think Homeland is really the last of the great shows of the last decade. Yeah, it's one of the shows you know, that has really challenged us and like really been. It's been interesting, not because of what you're seeing, just in terms of visual, but just because from the way they write it to the way they they never lose sight of who Carrie is, who Saul is. They are very clear about what these characters do and why they do it. Like we will rarely have a Homeland moment where you go and be like, no, Carrie would never do that, right? Yeah, and it's a trendsetter. I mean, uh, Messiah again, which we spoke about two weeks ago. We spoke about how. Much of a homeland influence it Not has. Not just Messiah, so and many there are of several your, other shows. Yeah, yeah, if you go on Netflix and you look at half the shows that are based on you know Americans getting hijacked or you know the White House being threatened, you will see that there's a thread of homeland somewhere in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So homeland, I feel, is a complete trendsetter. It's uh, you know it has influenced many shows and it'll continue to. And uh, Janessa and I can't really wait to watch the remaining eleven episodes, and we just hope it ends on a high note. And if you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are IVM podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to reach out to either Janice or me, Janice is at Janicek85 on Twitter and Instagram. And I am at Aniguha on Twitter and Instagram. Janice and I will see you next week where we'll be talking about another new show. Yes, we will. Bye-bye. Bye.